Hello and Jai Ma. Jai Ma, it's Raquel and happy short magic mini. I had every intention to share some things on my heart, share a soulful solo or more of a philosophical solo of many feelings and ideas and thoughts in my heart and in my mind. But I've been sick. I'm super nasally and stuffy. And so instead, I will be inserting a magic mini so you don't have to listen to me for 30 minutes, 45 minutes with a stuffy nose, <laughs> which I'm sure is not the most pleasant to listen to right now. I'm definitely going to be healing in my bed, getting better. I might go get a COVID test just to be safe because I have other symptoms aside from a stuffy nose but i'm sure i'm fine regardless and it actually does make sense i read from louise hay she points out in her book heal your body she points out that the upper respiratory illnesses are related to too much going on at once mental confusion and i'm like oh well i have been observing life in a new way and so just listening we'll see when it heals we'll see what heals but hopefully i am able to perhaps share my long spill philosophical episode on monday and if not there will be something else for you but i hope that you have a magical weekend and enjoy this episode this magic mini just to feel your soul midweek and let me know what you think about these little magic minis of past episodes if you like them maybe i'll do them more often just to introduce you to episodes you might have skipped I did it at the start of quarantine and I know people really enjoyed that because they were introduced to episodes that they never even knew existed in that long 200 episode list and I'm not going to make you listen to my stuffy self for 45 minutes so let's hope that maybe on Monday I am able to record, or I guess Sunday, I'm able to record my philosophical episode. Otherwise, there will be something else I've got. And this episode was so magical. I remember recording this so well. It was episode 133 and it was a QA. I was answering questions. This one was divinely guided, it felt, because it was also very relevant to whatever I was going through at the time. And so I feel called to share it again as a reminder of connecting with divine guidance. And you can feel free to listen to the entire episode. It was published on November 18th, 2019, episode 133, Becoming Receptive to Divine Guidance, Ego and Inner Voice, and Perspectives on Spirit Guides and Angels, from Skeptics to Channeled Material like the Law of One. <laughs> so... I hope you enjoy this little piece, this little sliver of that episode. So I love you and I hope that you enjoy this magical magic bunny. First question is a question that not only do I get asked a lot, probably one of my top questions I get asked about. I mean, there's a reason for it as this is something that I have been deeply connecting with and understanding on another level every year i continue this journey and deepening my connection with my guides divine guidance angels whatever you want to call the divine guidance 
And I know people say that there is a difference between angels and spirit guides, and perhaps there is, yet for me, it's all almost one and the same. No need to fully put a label on, oh, you are exactly my spirit guide. I know that you have had a human experience, so therefore, you are clearly a spirit guide, and you haven't had a human experience, so therefore, you're clearly one of my angels. I just... I feel and experience them all in my own way as we all experience whatever it is, uh, higher power in whatever way. And with that being said, we also experience God every moment of every day in whatever way. And some people might refer to God as the universe, higher power, source, whatever resonates. And so that leads me to this question. The question is from the moon child mindset. And she asks, when did you know you were truly tapped in with your guides? More on that journey. So this is going to be a long answer for this very first question, I'm sure, because I have stories and I have more to share, including after reading parts of the Law of One, I have another understanding of what angels are and spirit guides. So this is also a topic that I just, I don't take lightly and it's, honestly an opportunity to expand on something that we're all connecting with daily. You know, there are those that probably feel disconnected or don't feel like they experience their guides or any sort of higher power daily. So those of you who feel connected, consciously connected as we're all connected, I am here to help you deepen your connection And those of you who do not feel a connection, though you are as divinely connected as every other being on this planet, I am here to hopefully help you begin to listen and through my stories and different perspectives and journey like the moon child mindset asked for, hopefully something shifts within you. Since I was a child, I actually always felt a higher guidance that was watching over me and watching over everyone else around me. And perhaps it's because, you know, I was indoctrinated in that mindset growing up in the Mormon church. I realized that what they called the Holy Ghost is akin to a spirit guide or Methodist church. They'd call the Holy Spirit akin to a spirit guide. And so, yes, I was raised in two different religions, essentially. But uh, basically, a spirit guide is here to help us evolve spiritually and expand our consciousness so we may continue to progress towards a more compassionate and loving world and become a more compassionate and loving soul, serving others more than our own self and especially our ego, and to really just experience the true beauty of this human experience with love and reminding us that we don't need to live in fear. And I think that that is the reason why spirit guides are here, (laughs) because they are protecting us as well. And they remind us that they are around protecting us, yet at the same time not imposing on humans free will and even if that means other egos that are around us may not have the purest intentions they are not going to block that as that would be imposing and impinging on free will 
which of course is pretty much against everything that they are about on this planet of earth we are here as humans to experience free will the positives and the negatives of life and choose a trajectory which i will talk about later in this episode but i do feel that spirit guides are here to align us more with the loving positive trajectory versus its polar opposite and so they may deliver different signs throughout our day or gift us different synchronicities or simply just send us something where they are giving us a simple hello just to remind us hey we're here you can be in your soul no need to listen to that ego (laughs) and that might be through bringing a person into your life that you just happen to think about or hearing a song that will help set the tone for a message that you need to hear Or perhaps deliver numbers, angel numbers, to you on a daily basis. (laughs) And, for example, what did you say, what did you experience when you saw 1111 on the clock that day? For me, I see, yeah, I see 1111 pretty much daily, and I also see 444. And certainly, my mind, my subconscious mind, could be cueing 444 and 1111, every time those numbers hit the clock or whatever number is in sequence but a i travel a lot a hell of a lot and time zones are different yet they still appear and they don't only appear on the clock yes you can argue that my peripheral just happens to see 444 when it is somewhere around me as i've rewarded my entire being with excitement every time i see those numbers I have yet to be fully jaded and desensitized to numbers yet, (laughs) but I do like to just believe that that is my guide saying hello. That is the sign of magic and the beauty of guides showing us that they're around, sending us little love notes on a day-to-day basis to show that we are loved, we are love, and to spread love as well as it's all love. So I love receiving signs from guides in various ways. I've even talked about on the podcast how I'll ask for a specific sign and then somewhere along the line, somewhere down the road later that day, they will show me that very specific sign. Once when I was in London was just to show me angel wings and I happened to just randomly want to go walk to this museum As I entered this museum, I just randomly decided to go sit and meditate at the very end in front of this triptych, which was also before a podium. It kind of had a religious setup and it had a bench in front of it. I just felt like meditating there a bit. And then I look up and guess what I see above the triptych? Angel wings. That's right. Angel wings were divinely orchestrated to appear before me (laughs) though they were there well before I arrived or were they (laughs) but I did it I saw the angel wings I felt good it was just like a simple you're good we got you we're here you're not alone I was really depressed and lonely at that time so kind of needed it it kind of meant a lot (laughs) but that is my perspective now on spirit guides however 
of course, one is more than welcome to share the perspective that, yes, well, of course you believe in and feel and experience spirit guides because you experience that when you were seven years old and younger, thanks to religion. And so you were in a theta state, which is basically hypnosis. And so your first seven years of child development, the subconscious working in theta is downloading all of the behavior and all of the information that he or she receives. So therefore, your behavioral programming for the rest of your life is based on that. (laughs) So of course, you are deeply connected to something that you think is there at seven years old. Well, you know what? I also thought that Santa was real, like, and I really thought it. Yet, you know, I've kind of been proven otherwise. Maybe in another dimension, though. No, in all seriousness, that is indeed a fair argument. But again, what resonates with me is the fact that with all the magic that I have come across and even tried to ignore, tried to say it was just pure coincidence, with all the different synchronicities I've seen, I just know that there is something that is divinely guiding me and divinely guiding all of us. Yet, there was a period of time, my preteen and teen years, where I completely questioned and disconnected with the Holy Ghost or spirit guides. In fact, I actually just rebelled against anything that not only Mormons and Methodists taught, anything that all religious organizations preached. The only thing I didn't stop believing in, though, was God, which at the time was actually a triggering word for me. The word God was very triggering, so I would just refer to God as the universe or higher power or source. Also, words like angels and spirit guides or Holy Ghost especially or Holy Spirit, especially any sort of word that was labeling an entity in the Bible was super triggering for me and even revolting. So I actually distanced myself from the idea that there were such things as angels and spirit guides. And I didn't want to believe that my experiences with spirits themselves, like earthbound spirits, were real. I was trying to convince myself that that was all just a hallucination as a child. So I was distancing myself from all things metaphysical and just beyond this physical existence. So my reality was really boxed with whatever I could see around me as that was me shifting my perspective on a very subconscious and unconscious level. And some of you may actually be able to relate if you were indoctrinated in any religion at a young age and then you decided it wasn't for you for whatever reason. You know, we tend to have a rebellious phase. It's, I feel like it's a part of the cycle of life <laughs> for most So also, quite frankly, um, it wasn't until Bali 2015, which was only four years ago, when I actually could feel their presence around again, and it was undeniable for me. And perhaps it's because I was finally meditating on a daily basis and just consciously taking the time to tune within and connect with nature simply just by not like communicating with the trees or anything, but simply just by being present with what was around me as I'd walk within her and just observe or even admire her beauty. 
this led me to deep listening and deeply connecting with my soul, my inner voice. And again, this wasn't like a formula. This is just what ended up happening as I was consciously tuning in because at that time, as many of you know, I was just experiencing a lot of life transitions and also anxiety, some depression, just needed to find myself, find my soul. That's all I knew I needed to know. I thought it was me trying to find my soul. Yet, of course, we never really need to find it. But that's another topic. As I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E-Medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. I was deeply listening to this inner voice, which by the way is not a whisper like we'd hear a human voice speak to us, but it's our own inner knowing of a whisper, like our own language with our body that communicates with us every single day that we just feel we have these inner knowings. We just... No, women are highly sensitive to this. What a gift. <laughs> Yet, whether you're a woman or a man, in this day and age, though our inner voice is communicating with us on a daily basis, we often silence this inner voice in seconds, just seconds, a snap by the ego, or honestly also by the other voices that we're living with that may cloud our judgment from our parents' voices, our friends' voices, our inner child or teenager, <laughs> or society's voice. In seconds, those voices can take over and 
create our reality, our perspective of what we think is true, which is often not, especially if it's rooted in fear. So many of us become very distant, but the more I practice observing these thoughts, I was able to just better discern what was false, what was not me, and the stories that were untrue that I was creating or being created for me. And discerning that ego from my inner voice, from my heart, from where my guides speak. And then as I would discern these voices, I would notice that there is one that is rooted in fear or protective in a way that might want to put down others, distance myself. Or there's one rooted in deep compassion and understanding that is guided by my heart and that is of the highest integrity for me. For a while, I was also not allowing myself the right boundaries with people because of this. And so you end up learning the right boundaries as well on top of the compassion. I just know that I have this voice that feels so much love and compassion and truth for what's right. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. And then I have a voice that will tell me something is not, that something is not love and it's okay to set a boundary on that. And that's just simple wisdom. And I feel that the guides will send me and deliver me signs to remind me when I might be in my head, when I might be feeling as though I'm losing sight of love and beauty and truth. The guides will remind me to recognize the ego when she would arise because I would just feel something super strong to listen to that that voice instead. And I think that my inner voice became stronger the more, again, I meditated, I connected with nature, and I would consciously take time to listen deeply with my soul, with also journaling and exposing myself to deep, profound truths from other spiritual teachers, like Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle was the very first spiritual teacher that gifted me the opportunity to hear and recognize and observe my ego without judgment and he actually refers to the ego as the pain body the ego the pain body i would refer to the ego as the pain body as well for the longest time and both indeed apply there are several episodes on your own magic on discerning the voice of the ego and your inner voice but honestly i can just sum it up here in a sentence or two (laughs) so The ego will create stories that instill fear and guilt and shame and judgment and even provide some sort of superiority or inferiority complex or give you these protective mechanisms that are not from love but from fear. And then our inner voice, on the other hand, our voice of divine guidance will always whisper something of love, something that makes you feel light and oozes through your entire body when you hear a truth, yet also understands that we live in this world full of other egos and so certain boundaries are indeed warranted (laughs) doesn't mean that they're going to make you or the other person feel bad i would further discern my ego from my inner voice and i believe that honestly opened more doorways to 
deeply connecting with my guidance team. And again, I just feel them. I don't ever see them standing in front of me in a 3D body or even in a light body. I haven't seen an actual spirit in quite a long time since childhood when, of course, that veil was a lot thinner and you're more exposed to it. But I do feel them within and around me and I'll experience chills when I hear a deep profound truth I needed to hear or I can almost feel them touching my shoulder or my heart when something profound has been said or experienced and then of course there's the synchronicities in running into people or phone calls and texts from people that I've just thinking about or dreaming about for example the other day I had a dream about my cousin. This was seriously three nights ago. I had a dream about my cousin. Well, she just happened to pop in it. And then I wake up to a call from her. And it turns out she was calling me to let me know she is pregnant. What? (laughs) Oh, this universe and these guides. Now, was it the guides that, of course, made this happen? Perhaps, perhaps not. But I do feel that they'll somehow orchestrate something in the astral plane to deliver us signs while we're dreaming, messages while we're dreaming. We probably connect with them while we are in that delta state. And then, of course, the synchronicities, the signs, the message delivered to us when it comes to the cosmic language of numbers. Because think about it. Apparently, aliens use numbers Don't quote me on that because I haven't seen it myself, but this is just a hearsay. But what is not a hearsay is in this world, it seems, we use the same numerical system no matter what continent you are standing on. However, we do not share the same alphabet. Think about it. And, And what are some common signs and synchronicities that are numerical? When you see consistent numbers such as 444, 333, as this is a way the universe may send us subtle messages so that we may observe, look at something, some message in some way. They may share it on, you might see it on a book cover or on a billboard, on an address, a zip code, in a phone number, on a random piece of paper, and these repeating numbers, they're just a magical reminder that we are divine and something is happening in our life as we all have our own interpretations of these repeating numbers in sequence mean and why we see them over and over again. For me, it's always been 44444. Lately, I've been seeing 777 more. I also always see 1111. And at that time, I'm like, all right, what is being shared right now? Or I'm going to listen or I'm going to feel whatever's going on. Or perhaps it's just a simple hello from our angels if we have no way of interpreting whatever the meaning is, which when you see it every single day, you don't want to become desensitized to it. And you don't want to have to overanalyze your life at all times. I mean, it's about life taken sincerely, not seriously, right? (laughs) So instead of getting in the habit of overanalyzing whatever is happening in the moment, 
perhaps also just note that maybe it's just a simple hello that your guides are here and that you're being guided. And if that resonates with you in the moment, then beautiful. And if it doesn't, if you feel like, okay, they are really trying to deliver something, well then continue to listen. And some may want to play devil's avocado and say, well, yeah, Raquel, you see 444 and 1111 on a daily basis because you have trained your subconscious mind to look for it as you have rewarded yourself, your being with excitement or joy or just have made a habit of it in some way. So yeah, you subconsciously seek it. And so it seems very abundant and very clear. Sure. Yeah, that does make sense. It is interesting though, that I do happen to just randomly grab my phone at those times while I'm in different time zones traveling around the world. Plus also simultaneously, there's a very clear message in them for me. Anybody is more than welcome to argue, but my perspective from my perspective is that there is no coincidences when it comes to that, that we absolutely do have these divinely guided, universally aligned synchronicities and the guides do want to just make sure that we know that they're around and so they gift us with magic, our own magic. And why would I not want to see a world that is full of magic and wonder? Why would I want to just think that everything is in the physical? Because I'm sorry, my friends, but that is just not me. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I love to believe in the magic and feel that a lot of this is divinely guided for a reason, for myself and for your own spiritual evolution. I mean, it is interesting that a lot of Yomi's see 44 or 444 everywhere or even just any other repeating numbers. And it doesn't even have to be a repeating number. There are humans like my friend Jordan, who happens to be on her honeymoon here in Bali right now. She has been seeing 201 for ages. I think even before she dived deep into her spiritual journey, yet there was always like a, huh. Well, I guess she's kind of always been on a very strong spiritual journey, but I mean, she's taken it to another level now, indeed. And so before she was aware of how this universe works, to the extent she does now, she saw 201, and she still continues to see 201. In fact, we were both looking at someone's Instagram, and they happened to have something 1,201 likes. And I was like, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> so let's just say that there is something very profound in numbers indeed when it comes to divinely guided messages yomis that is a wrap that is a wrap for this episode i hope that something spoke deeply to you expanded you in some way please let me know if so you can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group, especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day. <laughs>